Listen, I am the best looking, most talented motherfucker of all time. And you are listening to the Four Pack Podcast with Jared Edwards and Daniel, the angry snapping turtle hoss. There's no. I like it. <laughs> I will bite the fucking shit out of you. Better back up. Let's go, Indians. Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Four Pack Podcast. As we are currently watching the Cleveland Browns game, and we're taking a little halftime break to do a bit of a podcast on it. So, Dan, how the hell are you today? I am doing great, sir. How are you? Uh, it's good to be alive. So, right now, the Cleveland Browns are up seventeen to seven on the Washington Football Team. Washington. <laughs> Which, if you don't know, is formerly the Redskins, but they had to change the name. And I think the owner, Dan Snyder, kind of did it on purpose. He was like, hey, you're going to make me change the name. I'm going to change it to the dumbest, most literal thing possible. We are the football team now. What? I actually know a little bit about this. Yeah. Did you hear about the guy buying every name that they came up with? No. Yeah. There was some jagaloon in Washington that kept buying Every name the Washington football team would come up with, right? he would buy parts to it. So he would get, like, the trademarks and stuff. <clears throat> yep, and he would try to sell it to them for triple the price of Damn. what it was worth. Yeah. So finally they said, screw this guy. We're the Washington football team. And that's how they became that. That's a hell of a story, man. They I'll had several names picked out. Yeah. But this guy bought rights to every one of them. And they didn't want to pay this random <laughs> whatever millionaire oh that yeah. he is you know what i mean buying every right to every name so the guy ended up getting nothing he's probably in the hole now for buying oh all these i'm names. sure of it and washington washington was like well we'll just be the <laughs> football team and screw you <laughs> pretty much you know what i mean oh but, man that's anyway, awesome. yeah hey good for him man good try for that guy he tried his best bro um so the browns have come out and they've looked at the beginning, they looked pretty bad. Well, yeah. And the defense especially looked bad as uh, Washington came out to a 7 nothing lead when uh, Haskins hit Inman on a touchdown pass, which Inman actually beat Denzel Ward, which I was a little bit disappointed on. Yeah, that's depressing. But that is the only points that they would score. And also, Washington is now without Chase Young, the number one overall pick from this past season. Because he's out with a groin injury. Not even going to lie. Yeah. I was really looking forward to see Chase Young play this Me game. Me too. Yeah, I wanted to see what he could do. And, dude, he started off the season. He's played two games. He's been he's phenomenal. Had, he has, dude. Two and a half sacks with a forced fumble. Yep. And you know what? Washington has a fantastic defensive line. They have Chase Young. They have Ryan Kerrigan, who's the all-time leader in sacks for Washington. And they also have uh, Jonathan Allen, who's from Alabama, who is another first-round pick. Right. They have a very deep, very good defensive line. What was Chase? Um, what was his injury? Groin. Groin injury. Yeah, he had a groin injury. That which, could be a while. Oh my goodness! If you've ever pulled a groin, that could be a while. You know, it is unbelievably painful, and it lasts at least a week. Yeah, at least, at least, the, at the least, mm-hmm. like you said, yes, at the least. So well. After that, after Washington took that lead, the Browns came back out and they answered with a field goal to make it 7-3. And then that is when uh, 
the Browns defense actually started to step it up. And thank goodness they're playing just a second-year quarterback. And people forget, Dwayne Haskins only really started one season at Ohio State. So this is only the beginning of his third ever season at being a starting quarterback for something better than high school. And, I mean, if you know anything about high school and college and the NFL, college, light years harder than high school. NFL, light years harder than college. You know what I noticed? Big difference I noticed is in high school football, when you watch the quarterback play for a high school team, mm-hmm. he's just starting. So what he's going to do is stare down who he's going to throw it at. Yeah. That's exactly what Dwayne Haskins is doing today. That, yes, it in is. In the NFL. Everybody he throws it to, he stares at them for at least five seconds before he throws the ball. He's not fooling nobody, and that's why they're losing right now. You, you, I mean, we he's not oh, fooling yeah. nobody, bro. You nailed it right on the head because that is exactly what Carl Joseph did. When he tracked down that interception, and it's right. the same thing that Malcolm Smith did when he got that interception. Right, Malcolm the Smith. Malcolm Smith of all people <laughs> comes up with an interception. Thank goodness for that guy. Oh my goodness, and that that is what led to the nine yard touchdown pass from Baker Mayfield to Kareem Hunt. Absolutely, that got you the seventeen to seven lead that the Browns have right now. All we got to say is seventeen to seven lead, which the Love Browns it. have Love right it. now. That's so what matters. Dan, real quick before the the half starts back up again, what do you expect from the second half with Cleveland? Second half, I expect a lot of passing coming out of Baker Mayfield. Bullets. I want him to throw bullets like he did last week versus – not last week. We were off a week. Anyway, I want him to throw bullets like he was against Cincinnati. Yeah. He was throwing strikes, spirals right down the middle, hitting him in the numbers. That's what I want to see out of Baker Mayfield in the second half. I, I see, love it. I, I want to see bullets it. coming to Jake Jarvis Landry and Odell. Both. Hit them both. And when you ain't got those open, hit the Nick Chubb. Run the Nick Chubb as much as possible. That's what I, I'd like to see Nick Chubb maybe get, get another you know, 50 to 80 yards and just take over this game running the ball as along with that Cleveland offensive line because they weren't able to run it very well in the first half. No. They weren't. So I just that, saw Chase Young Chase out of Young uniform. on the sidelines, walking around in street clothes. Out of uniform. And with that, we are going to get back to the second half of the game here, and we will be back with more of the four-pack podcast. Woo! Aren't you tired of talking heads just talking? Black Gamut Entertainment is vowing to change the industry. We podcast with purpose and our shows have goals. If you want to help make a change, then come join the Black Gamut family. Together, we can make a difference. Alrighty, and welcome back to the 4-Pack Podcast. As we have just watched the Cleveland Browns annihilate the Washington football team by a score of 31-20. to Damn straight. What a fantastic little come-from-behind victory for the Cleveland Browns. It was. As they came out of the half with a uh, 17 to... It was a 17 to 7 lead. And then Gibson for (laughs) Washington had a two-yard touchdown run to make it a 17-13 game. And then, of course, the Browns went three and out where they did absolutely terrible. Montez Sweat had a sack on Baker on first down, and then they did absolutely nothing. The Browns punted. Haskins came back out. Washington went right down the goddamn field to make it a 20-17 to Washington lead. 
And that was it. And then the Browns, the Browns realized what the hell they were doing. Right. Started running the ball again. <clears throat> Which they did very well. And they took over the ball game. They ran that ball like it was nothing. I'll tell well, you. they fed it to Kareem Hunt, what, 17 freaking times in a row? <laughs> he Just ran about, the ball yeah. like, damn. He did the job. He, he did. got him down the field. But let's look at these numbers here for the Cleveland Browns running game. So Nick Chubb, 19 rushing attempts, 108 yards, two touchdowns. Not bad. Average of 5.7 a carry. That's phenomenal. And then, they, as you said, they force-fed Kareem Hunt there toward the end. Yeah, they did. He, only, he had 16 carries for only 46 yards, no touchdowns. He did have... The nine-yard touchdown catch. Right. He but ate up the clock for him. He did eat up the clock, but that's only that's less than three yards of carry. Yeah. It makes you think, why have Nick Chubb in? Why not have Nick Chubb in there, there at the end of the game? Right. I guess, he, and I brought the point up to you as we were watching it, it's, you know, in quote-unquote garbage time like they were in for the most part, you don't want to get Nick Chubb banged up. You might as well give it to Kareem Hunt. Yeah, let him run it. Yeah, because Nick Chubb is the best running back in the NFL. Absolutely. But Kareem Hunt is easily a top 10 running back. For sure. He's your Ernest Biner, bro. <laughs> yes, he is. Are you Ernest Biner to Kevin Mack? That's it. Also in this game, Baker Mayfield had a pretty decent game. He did. He was on point. Only threw 23 passes. Was 16 of 23, 156 yards, and two touchdowns. Well. The key there, no interceptions, no fumbles, and that is a lot more than we can say than Dwayne Haskins did. Right. Because Dwayne Haskins. bro. (laughs) Four turnovers. Three interceptions. Each one to Carl Joseph, who, by the way, had a 49-yard interception return, (laughs) but he damn near blew it when he fumbled. Luckily, uh, Tavares Thomas, number 20 for the Browns, was there and was able to jump on top of him. Malcolm Smith had a great interception there when Haskins just telegraphed his throw. B.J. Goodson, same thing. Haskins was just staring down his guys. Yeah, he was. And these Browns linebackers and defensive backs just made plays on the ball. Yep. Absolutely great. Good plays. Dan, can you believe it? Miles Garrett actually showed up a little bit in this game. Miles Garrett impressed me slightly today. I was impressed with the way that he, I mean, he handled himself well today on the field. Two plays. Two plays. Two really good plays. Two really good plays. I'll take the two plays. Absolutely. You, You know what? If he does that, if he gets two sacks in a game, and one of them happens to be a fumble, and then he recovers his own fumble. Yeah. I'll take it. That was a good play. That was a damn good play. He went right around the left tackle, beat him with speed move, and just slapped the ball out of Haskins' hand. And and Haskins actually kicked it right back up into the breadbasket of Miles Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good play. Yeah. I usually I'm complaining about Miles Garrett, but I can't bitch too much today. No, not today. He had a good game. Sheldon Richardson also had a sack. Yep. That dude's been good this year so far. He's been on fire. Oh, he most definitely has. And if you think about it, this guy, he was a former first round pick. 
And he's showing you why he was at the time. I mean, he's older now. He's more experienced. But he is still playing at a Pro Bowl type of level. Yeah. He did it all of last year. He's had sacks in the fir- in the last two games for the Browns. And these are games that they've won. So, yes, this defense is bad. There's no question about that. Well, yeah. And especially with the injuries they've had. But if this defensive line can play this well and they can be opportunistic and get these turnovers. Now, keep in mind, every single week they won't be playing, you know, Dwayne Haskins. Right. Or Washington or a rookie in Joe Burrow. Right. But we've seen what a an experienced quarterback can do to this defense. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson just yeah. annihilated them. Did. Did. Now, hopefully. Now. Uh, but that was then, also the first game of the season. It was. But you got to remember now. And there were injuries. Yeah. Uh, quite a bit of injuries. You know, Greedy Williams still has not played. No. Nope. Mac Wilson saw very limited time in the game today. I think I saw him on there for two or, th- or three plays maximum. So you're going to have him back. You're going to have Greedy Williams back next week. Thank goodness for that. You had Kevin Johnson back, the guy who had the, uh, like, he had like a lacerated liver or something yep. in, in preseason, or not preseason, but training camp, because there was no preseason this year. He made a return today. Kevin Johnson, and he actually forced a fumble as well. Nice. Him and, you know, Money Mitchell, Terrence Mitchell, yep. he also forced a fumble playing in, pra- in place of uh, Greedy Williams. All right. This team, this defense can make the plays. But, you know, they still put up – I mean, Haskins put up 224 yards against them. Washington ran the ball relatively well. Cleveland struggled a lot with crossing routes especially. Right. I mean, Terry McLaurin beat them on a crossing route two or three times yeah. and turned what should have been a five-yard gain into 18, 20 yards. True. So if this, this defense definitely needs to be sured up. What happened to Denzel Ward today? Denzel, they never gave an update on it, really? but I know he was just on the sidelines and then never came back in the game. So I don't know if hopefully I know he was he was hurt a little bit this past week, but I'm hoping it wasn't anything serious and they didn't comment it on it during the game. So which it leads me to believe that it's not something super serious right. like Chase Young's. Because Chase Young went out in the first quarter of this game with a groin injury. Came back unsuited. Came back unsuited while Denzel Ward was suited up and on the sidelines. Yeah. That's good. We'll take the suited up on the sideline. So next week, the Browns play the Dallas Cowboys. That's a bit of a cause for concern. Because, you know, they, they do have an experienced quarterback in Dak Prescott. Yep. Dak Prescott, who just absolutely shredded the Falcons' defense last week, which, granted, the Falcons' defense was once again shredded this week by Nick Foles, of all people, who threw four fourth-quarter touchdown or three fourth-quarter touchdown passes. Unbelievable. To lead Chicago back over Atlanta. Like I said earlier, who's Mitch Trubisky? Right. Who's that guy? Mitch Trubisky, nothing now. Lost his job. Lost his job to one game in a one quarter. Yep. He lost his job. To a Nick Foles. (laughs) 
<laughs> Man, Nick Foles does have a Super Bowl win, but that's oh, about all he's done shit. in his career. Yeah. Hey, who knows? Maybe this can be a, another resurgence of Nick Foles. But with this Dallas team playing Cleveland next week, this is this game will be in Dallas, so the Browns won't be in the friendly confines of First Energy Stadium, where they've now gone 2-0 and this year already. So this may be a hard game. Maybe. For the Browns. I mean, as long as they keep running the ball well, they just gotta they gotta feed Nick Chubb, man. Gotta give Chubb the ball. Nick Chubb needs to get more than 18 carries or 19 carries. I want him to get at least 25 carries. As long Every as the Browns game. are winning. Yeah, he needs to. I'll say it like I've said it before. There is one person who can keep Nick Chubb from being in the Hall of Fame, and it is whoever the hell calls the plays for the Cleveland Browns. Yep. Last year it was Freddie Kitchens, and this year it's Kevin Stefanski. Yeah. This yeah. guy is phenomenal. He had this game today, he was up over 100 yards with two rushing touchdowns. Yeah. He is only, he's the first Brown to do this since 1967 in two consecutive games. Wow. That is insane. That's, that's insane. either horrible numbers for the Browns or those are that's a hard feat to do. Yeah. That's two, a hard feat to do. It's a hard feat to do. Two touchdowns is rough to get in a game. It is. And he done it twice now. Two separate games. Last two games. Yep. Two touchdowns apiece. Right? Didn't yeah. he score two touchdowns in the game before? Two touchdowns last game. Two touchdowns today. Best running back in the NFL. Without a doubt. They just need to keep feeding him the ball. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you another interesting tidbit from today's game is this was the first time the Browns have scored 30-plus points in consecutive games since 2010. Wow. And, of course, you remember 2010 was the year with Braylon Edwards, Derek Anderson, and Kellen Winslow. Yeah. Where they – the season of dreams. Yeah. Where they just missed the playoffs. They went – 10 and 6 just missed the damn playoffs. Yep. Figures. Well, I mean, hey, 2020, it's our year. We're going all the way. I hope, man. It's about damn time the Browns did something fancy. And it just so happens that it would be in this year. Yeah, of course. But hey, I'll take it. However, it comes. All we need to do is, uh, Keep Beckham involved in the wide receiver position and yeah. definitely feed the ball to Chubb. Hey, they Beckham had four catches today. He good made a, a nice impact. He had a really good he had two really good third down catches yeah. for first downs. Made a nice impact. You know, <laughs> the only thing that worries me about Beckham is I hope that since the team is winning, he won't make a fuss. Right. But it does bother me, or it does worry me, that if they keep having games like this, where he only gets four catches for 50-some yards. Right. Last week, he only had four catches, I think, but one of them was for a touchdown. If he keeps getting three, four, five catches a game, and supposedly isn't making a huge impact on the scoreboard, is he going to get disgruntled? And get upset that he's not getting involved enough. 
I don't think so. I hope not. I hope not, too. I mean, I don't see why he would as long as the team's winning because this is the Cle- this is going to be the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. They are going to run the ball a lot. Oh, yeah. They're going to run the ball hopefully 40 times a game. Yeah. Every game and play ball control because Baker Mayfield is not going to be able to go out there and throw 35 or 40 passes and the Browns are going to beat you. No. Now, he may have a one-off game like that, which he's more than capable of doing. Yeah. But the formula for this team to win with this very, very suspect defense on the field is to keep them off the field, keep the offense on the field, run the ball, play ball control offense, strike when you can, and win games that way. Yeah. This team will have a very hard time holding anybody under 20 points. True. They haven't done it yet this year. This one they did only give up 20 to Washington, but this team is not going to hold anybody under 20 points. No. No, they won't. So that means the offense has to keep rolling and keep scoring. I thought Stefanski called a pretty good game today with a good mix of the uh, the run and the pass. I thought he really could have utilized the play action later in the game, especially on that drive, like you said, where they just force-fed the ball to Kareem Hunt for yeah. 14 or 15 times. In a row. They could have easily ran a play action because you're running the ball that well. Run a play action. Run get Baker action. Mayfield on the bootleg. Exactly. Send Jarvis Landry to the end zone. Where the hell is Jarvis Landry, bro? They didn't do now, anything see, with him. They cut out Beckham at the beginning of the season. Yeah. It was hitting Landry like it was going out of style. Now Beckham spoke up for himself a little bit. Nothing, nothing but Beckham now. Where is Landry? I didn't see one pass thrown to Jarvis Landry today. Dude, he, he caught four balls, but they were all in the first half. I missed that. Yeah. Remember, I came yep. in late. I came you in like the first, half. first 10 minutes or something, didn't I miss? Yep. So that what that's what it was, man. They did not so I they don't lit know up Landry they, early. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm imagining what it was is uh, Washington ended up saying, you know, hey, we're not going to let Jarvis Landry beat us. We're going to make you throw to somebody else. Right. And Baker Mayfield did that. Yeah. I mean, hell, he threw one of his touchdown passes to uh, Harrison Bryant. Yep. First ever touchdown pass for that guy, which excellent for him because I think he has a really, really good chance to be a good player in this league. Right. And he did end up dropping what would have been a first down on a third down play, but the Browns ended up converting uh, converting it on – no, that that was they did kick the field goal after that. So it did goal. cost the Browns some points on that one, but he made up for it with the touchdown catch. This offense has a really good chance to be very, very good. It's just a matter of if the defense can hold up enough to let the offense win a couple games. Absolutely. I just really don't want it to come down to an offense going up against our defenses. They're the the, the opposing offense going in to try to score a game-winning uh, touchdown yeah, or no. a field goal, for that matter. We don't want nothing because, to do with that. Yeah, I don't think that this defense is capable of stopping anybody. No, not unless Miles Garrett <laughs> – Freaking eats his Wheaties that morning. Right. Other than that, I think they'll be okay. Yeah. They'll be just fine. I'll tell you what, with that, 
This is going to be it for the uh, four-pack podcast, Cleveland Browns edition. Yeah. As we congratulate the Cleveland Browns on their great win today. Who, 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 who? Two and one, over 500 for the first time in 86 games. Woo! Go Browns. Go Browns. Make sure you listen to Tribe Town and the Four Pack Podcast on any of your favorite podcast outlets, including Google Podcast, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. And be sure to visit our website at blackgammaent.com to get all the latest news on our podcast, giveaways, and any contests we may be having. That's blackgammaent.com.